Okay, so let's speak about Shrevevim. And Shrevevim is one of these Zvanim, I guess, that we discover usually in our 30s, 40s, something like that, that it existed. Where were we? Where was it all these years? And the MS, the reason why we don't know about it, and most people don't, is because it's a Zman Primi. It's a very Primistic Zman. It's not brought down in Halacha. It's brought down in Primis form. And so anybody who hasn't gone into that world or come in contact with it in any way wouldn't have been exposed to it otherwise. It happens to be in recent years, so there's been a, a push even in the Litvish Shailam, awareness of Shaivavim. Usually those Shurim are geared more towards Shalom Bayes and Chazara of Taras and Mishbacha. And there's, there's good reason for that. As we're going to see, Mr. Shem, this is a piece from, from the Rebbe in his Sefer. It's a shir which he gives to Bachim every Thursday night. It's a Mesil Sasharim Shurim, but he. He touches on many topics. And we'll see good reason why that is. But as we get closer to Yemosa Mashiach and the world of Primia Satire is somewhat conquering all the different factions in Klai Yisrael. So there's a general awareness to Shavim which there never was before. And the question which for us is how to make the most of the Zman, because it's, it's a very Mesugaldik Zman. And the proper outlook, what should be our focus. And what I love about the Rebbe is that he always has a very clear hashkafa. It says Chidushim, which, but an Oifin that when you hear the Chidush, it's like, oh, that, that's Pashit. It's Pashit. So let's jump right in because it's not a small shtickle, but we may jump around a little bit. So here we're going to start from Tafshin Tzadi Aleph at the top left corner. And the first paragraph we're going to delve into is Hayoitze Midzarinu at the top of the page. So the Rebbe, in many places, in the Sarm and in his Shi'urim, he establishes that the, the two Iker Metziuses of a Jew is Amuna and, and Shmir Sabris. This is the Metzius of a Yid. To be a Maimon and to be a Shemer Bris. These correspond in the spheres to the lowest ones, which are Malchus and Yesod. When we speak about spheres, we usually talk about Keser, Chachma, Binadas, then downwards. When we talk about entering into the Kedusha, you have to come in from the bottom. So Malchus is the Pesachin, and then you come to Yesod. So Malchus is the Sphira which corresponds to Muna. Because there's no coming into the Kedusha unless a person accepts Yudgimulani Mamans, basics. And then the next step into the Kedusha is Yusor, Shemir Sabris. This corresponds to Avodazara and to Gilu Arayas, which are the two most Chamor Averis in the Torah, Yag Val Yavor. And the reason why it's Yag Val Yavor is because it's a chilek of a person's Metzias, which is not Shaykh to be Mavatara can't say about those situations of what is that that there will be a time where a person will forgo and memela it's not forgoing. It's not something which can be overrided because it's the Matthias of the Mensch. The Matthias of the Jew is that he's a Maimon. 
The Matthias is that a Jew is that he is a Shomer Bris. That's what the Rebbe is going to discuss in Mr. Shem. It corresponds to the, to the two Mashiachin, Mashiach ben David and Mashiach ben Yosef. And the reason why we're guaranteed that there will be a Mashiach ben David, we're guaranteed that there will be a Mashiach ben Yosef, is because there's a guarantee on the Matthias of a Jew that even if he's Nifkam in those things, that it's a Matthias Kayamas. That the Pagam can't be in a way where it'll completely destroy or wash away that Nekudah Torah. So with that Hakdama, let's begin. That there are two Yesodas in Yiddishkeit, which are the basis, the foundations of all Hatzlacha and everything which we do. That if a person puts effort into being kind these midos, the whole Yiddishkeit will be just a natural flow. It's a different Yiddishkeit when a person is machazik himself in these inyanim of Amuna and Kedusha. So of the two, Shovavim focuses on the latter, which is Shemir Sabris. That this is his man, which is mazugal to have tikkun on this. Like we explained before, that the zman is a kabbalah de kazman. The kabbalah is shaykh be'ikr to the chilik of pnim yisatayr. Lachin shayachim be'yoysel inyan shmir sabris. That's why it's shmir sabris is connected on the level of Pnei Satira because the whole musik of Shmir Sabris is something which is spoken about a lot, a lot in Pnei Satira, but not a lot in Nigva Satira. The Rebbe says many times, and he said earlier in this piece, that if you open up a Gemara, so maybe once every how many, 50, 60, 70 blocks, you're going to bump into something which is related to Shmir Sabris. But in the Zayar Kaddish, anybody who's looked at one knows that Kimat every daf talks about Shmiris Abris. In the world of Rup Shimon, Shmiris Abris was the Iker. That was the Iker. So, Memela, when there's a Zman like this of six weeks, eight weeks in a, in a leap year like we have this year, which is dedicated towards Shmir Sabris, we don't have Azman on the calendar, which is Azman like this. You're going to say, what are you talking about? You have from Pesach to Shavuos, that's Sfiris to Omer. Okay, that's seven weeks, but in a leap year, there's eight weeks of Shmir Sabris. And the two actually happen to go together because the reason why we begin Shmir Sabris and the Zman of Shovim now in Parsha Shmos is because Shmos is the discussion of Yitzhiyas Mitzrayim. It's the fact that it's Parsha Shmos, Golas Mitzvahim, Yitzhiyas Mitzvahim, which invites the Zman of Shavavim. That's why they're named after the Parsha. So Shavavim is not just a term of Lashon of Tshuva, or maybe even rebels, which is probably more appropriate. But Shavavim stands for Shmos Va'era Bo V'Shalach Yisum So they're named after the Parshas, which have to do with Geulas Mitzvahim. And when does the Zman of Sviras Omer begin? Pesach, all the way to Shavuos, which is the Gemar. And that's exactly what happens 
during the weeks of Shavim. It begins with Shmos, which is the beginning of Geulah Mitzrayim, because Hashem says to Moshe in this parsha, take the Yidin out. That's the beginning of the Gula. And it culminates with Parshas Mishpatim, which is Nasa Vinishma. The end of the Parsha deals with Kabbalah Torah, not just Yisro, which is, stands out as being the Parsha of Kabbalah Torah, but Mishpatim is also part of Kabbalah Torah because that's the Nasa Vinishma, the end of the Parsha. And even in leap years, where there's Truma and Tetzaveh, Shovim Tat, that has to do with the construction of the Mishkan and the halals of the Mishkan. And like the Ramban says, that really the Mishkan is just a hamshacha of Kabbalah Satyra, that everything which was in the Skala of Yamat and Taira, Baruch Hu took it and put it in the Mishkan. Hence the Aron, hence the Mizbeach, that there was a Korban on Mount, on, on Mahar Sinai. So we're seeing this parallel between Shavim and Vizmei Hasfira. So it's really Hainuhach. And it could be said that the Zman of Atzeres, Pesach to Atzeres, is this man which deals with the first shlav, which is emuna, the sphere of malchus. Whereas this man of shofavim, there are the weeks which deal with shmira sabris. But because malchus is considered to be chitzonius, it's emuna, we're allowed to talk about it openly because, as the Pasuk says, um, what does David say? Something emunascha befi. I forgot. He talks about speaking about Amuna openly. Many psukim like that. Because Amuna should be discussed. Speak in Yerushalayim, you speak about Amuna. But to speak in Shemir Sabris is something which is discouraged. And we'll see a little bit of the peace in Mitzvah So Mamela, when it comes to Sphere so Emer, and the night of Yerushalayim, we're talking about Amuna the whole night. The more you talk about Amuna, the greater it is. Not so about Shemir Sabris. Malchus is chitzonius, that's niglis. Shmiras abris is primius, that means a shtika. So in the middle we have these two zmanim, which correspond to these two yisaitis. One in niglis, one in primius. Okay. V'tzarech likboya. No. What are we up to? V'shmiras abris? Shmiras Habris means that a person should establish that he's Be'etzim Ashram Habris means he's Be'etzim Akusha Tachai Olam Haba. Meaning, unlike we would think that Shmiras Habris means to work on, on psyching ourselves up, that we shouldn't have any Shaykhis to. to things which you shouldn't be seeing, hearing, to getting into a frenzy like that. It says the Rebbe, no. The real way of Shemir Sabris al is that a Jew should identify himself as being a Shemir I am connected to Eilam Haba. I am connected to holy things. I am Be'etzim HaKadosh. I am Be'etzim HaTahar. And I don't have, as an Etzim Yid, any Shaykhis to those things. That's not my world. It's like a person like not being able to swim in the ocean, to live in the ocean. And he goes out on a boat ride and he sees the dolphins are jumping and he's like, wow, it would be so good to be a dolphin. And he's like, I want to jump in. I want to be a dolphin. And he's like, wait a second. Dolphins can... Actually, dolphins, I think, they, they, they can't live underwater, right? They're, they're what? Mammals. They're mammals. 
Right, it's like XO, it's not such a good marshal. But yeah, you know, whatever other a shark face that, that, that they don't come up for air. So personally, that's not me. That's not my Matthias. I'm a Meshuganah to think that way. To live in the water? I have to be crazy to think something like that. And you would think that that's, that's not such a good muscle because it's so radical, it's so crazy that it should be a muscle for this. The muscle doesn't even do justice to this. It's not even close. Because the difference between a yid being a shomer bris and not being shomer bris is much greater of a difference than a human being and a fish. Much different. Because the chilek between olam haba, the fact that that's really our residence and we're only here on a temporal basis that means that we happen to be swimming in the ocean in this world we're only visitors here but by MS and Hashama he's a chidak al-kamimah he comes from a much higher place so for, to think that a yid should have any real kesher to the oil hagashmi is a much farther inyan than to think that a fish should have something to do with this world or that a human being should have something to do with the underworld. It's like the tzaddikim say that, that the difference between a, a yid, uh, uh, a, a yid, and, and a... No, I'm not going to go down there. I'm not going to go there. This is Chiddush number one. That the real way to be a Shomer Bris is to understand who I am essentially. Essentially, I'm a person who has Chayyadag al-Hamaba. My Iker Chayim is Chayyadag al-Hamaba. Even in this world, my Iker Chayim is Chayyadag al-Hamaba. So it doesn't put a person on the defense. Like, I'm going to be so worried about if, if I do this, if I do that. You know, I, I might... I might I might fall and I might get put into a situation where I'm going to see something like No. Be'etzem, I'm a Kaddish. Be'etzem, I'm a Tahar. How a person identifies himself. It's not a trick. It's not a ploy. It's the MS. It's the MS. It's just about being the Kabbal that MS about myself. That I'm Be'etzem, a Kaddish. To establish and to know very well that since every Jew is Be'etzem, Hashem, Rizk, Therefore, if he is nishal shalom, it doesn't get so deep that it uproots its atmias. That since it's embedded in his atmias hanefesh, it's not shaykh a pagam completely. It could be said that because that's my atzmias, it's shaykh to be masakin it very easily. And there are many more tikkunim than there would be in other things. Since it's be'etzim who he is, and he can't be pregnant as yadus. You know what it would be like? For example, let's say. You have a tablecloth. And now somebody spills the grape juice and there's a stain. So it's got to go into the dry cleaning. Right? It's going to be hard to get it out. But then they make these tablecloths which are resistant to the stains. Stain resistant. So what do you do? So you just take a little bit of a napkin, rub it off, and then poof, everything is gone. What's the difference? Because this was made to be resistant. So I've made it's very easy to clean. But 
something which was not made for that. So when it gets in, you have to take it to professional. So when it comes to Shmir Sabris, the Pagan Bris, if a person is poigim bris, because he's poigim in an Indian, which it's, it's not Shaykh Be'emes of Pagan, it can be very, very easy to clean out. And if you take a look at the Talmud Ba'Shem Tov, all of them, Befrat Lassir Pinchas Karzer, if you take a look, he has Eitzes galore on Tikkun for Pagan Bris. Or Rabbi Nachman, for example. Rabbi Nachman has Tikkun Aklali, Eitzes for Pagan Bris. There's many, many Eitzes. Going to the mikvahs in Eitzes for Pagan Bris. Saying Zoya Kaddish is an Eitzes for Pagan Bris. But the question that we all grapple with is, doesn't the Zayar say that there's no Tikkun for Begambris? So the Rebbe explains elsewhere, not in this piece, that, like he's explaining now, basically, is that there's Koydem Achet and there's Achar Achet. there's no Tikkun for it. Because since... Because since it's such a precious zach, Baruch and because the tikkun is so easy, acher So what we say to a yid beforehand is, it, it is not shaykh. I mean, this is so important that you don't do this. We tell you that it's not shaykh And that's the truth. Because al-pidin, there's no tikkun for it. But after a person is chayte, HaKadosh Baruch has a rachmanis which comes out, oh, my yidala was chayte. So in Meila, there's a new Rachamim, which is Nisleira. And Meila, it's very shy to do a Tikkun. Tikkun Kali is very easy. Going to the Mikkah is a very easy Tikkun. It's like the Gemara says, Hashem, Hashem, Kel Racham, Machana. Havaya Koydem Achet, and there's a Havaya Achet. They're both Havaya. It just happens to be that it's a Havaya of Rachamim, is always Havaya's Rachamim. But shouldn't it say, Elokim Koydem Achet, and Havaya Achet? Especially in this context, Teretz says no. Because when it says, that it's not Shaykh Atikun, Rabbi said, Does that come from Midas Adin or is that Midas Arachamim? That's not Midas Adin. That's Midas Arachamim that Hashem says it's not Shaykh Atikun. And that's the truth. It's not a trick. But that's the truth. It's Hashem's Rachmanis that He says to us, If you do this, you will not have a Tikun on it. That's a tremendous Rachmanis that Hashem made it that way. Because now a person, if he's chas v'shalom, he's in his matzah, he may think to do that, he's thinking to himself, there's mamash no, there's no tshuva for this. Al pidin, and even from Hashem's rachman, even Raminas HaRachamim is maskim, there's no tshuva for this. There's a tremendous rachman that Hashem made it that way. You don't understand that, Josh? No. How can you, why not? I mean, if a person knows, that there's no tshuva for it, he's going to think twice before he does it, because he's not going to say, Echet Tzav He's going to think, oh, I can do the chinak, and it's a very easy fix once I do it. Hashem says, it's not shaykh tshuva. That's the mitzvah right now. How, how is that not din? It is din. But the, the Hashem's rachmanis is that he made the din in this oifin that it's not shaykh tshuva. So it's not just that that's the din, which it is, but that's a gewaldic rachmanis that, that about this inyan, that Hashem made it, that it's not shaykh tshuva, kaya machet. It's a gewaldic rachmanis that Hashem has. Because that's a tremendous shmir on a person that he shouldn't do it. You can get this. I know what you're saying. 
So it doesn't it doesn't make sense though. Why does it not make sense? Be- because it, when when I think of rechmas, I don't think of like heavy din. That's what it sounds like. It sounds like such a din that you can't come back from it. So to me, rechmas is. I know there was a pagam here, but like we'll we'll fix it. That's that's what I think rechmas is. But Let me ask you a question, Josh. Let's say let's say there's an let's say there's a there's an electric voltage, there's an electric charge, that if a person would touch it, he would die. So is it Rahmanis to put a very flimsy gate around it or to put up a wall which is not shy to break it? Come with I'm falling. So which one? Yeah, the the, the, the gate, the heavy gate. The heavy gate. So is this not that? Meaning if a person touches this and he's pegging in this, he's gonna explode. How's it gonna explode? Happens to be that he knows of a very good doctor that when people explode, he's able to put them back together again. So it doesn't mean that, that the chid that the is kal because the tikkun is easy. It just means that Hashem has a gavaldik rachmanis for a person who's pogim like that, that since it's such a big pagam, Hashem, it awakens such a big rachmanis that, he, that, he, that, that the big or comes down which is able to put him back together again. The rachmanis is very great, but it doesn't mean that the chid is, any, is diminished because the rachmanis is great. It's still an explosion. But it happens to be that because it's a big explosion, there's a big rachmanis, and because it's a big rachmanis, you can put Amti Tamti back together again. The Tikkun is only there for someone that's really searching for it also. What do you mean? Meaning, after somebody was chayte, now they're looking for something to be mistaken. So there is, it's not like it just automatically happens. It's a rachmanis for someone that's coming to look for it. But if a person... Is, is not searching to look for it and he just becomes aware of it so it will work for him too, right? I'm not sure I'm understanding what you're saying, man, and that's why you're not understanding what I'm saying. ease the, Josh's pain uh, <laughs> by saying that it's not just an automatic thing. What's not an automatic thing? The latter? Like you're misakin. Yeah. Uh, uh, it's, a, it's, a, it's a it's a rahman. think. not just, that, just because you sinned, I, I'm, no, you're really coming for that Rahmanis, then, okay, fine, here you have it. Right. So, you know, parents try to keep a child away from drugs, right? If you do it, I'm going to disown you, mm-hmm. right? And then, like, let's say, Chashram, the kid, you know, does it. So you're going to have Rahmanis. So the, the original Rahmanis, in terms of saying, like, if you do it, I'm going to disown you, that's just so the child has this great awareness of how dangerous it is for right. him. And then, you know, if right. the classroom the child does something, you're going to be macabre. Uh, right, right. I just want to f- fix the disown you thing. It's more like, if you, if you touch this, you will die. Meaning, mm-hmm. this will kill you. This will kill you. Mm-hmm. Now, it happens to me that if they, if they, if they do it, and they don't die. So, you need a very big doctor to be metapel. But Hashem Yisbarach says, it's okay. I, I know a very big doctor who will take care of this. That's me. Meaning, because it's such a rahman. Is that a, but... The, the reason why there's a Havaya Kodim and there's a Havaya after is because there's really one Shairish to both of them. They're both working out of a Kodesh Baruch Hu's endless Rachman to say, you're going to explode if you touch it. And, but don't worry, I'll put you back together again. Okay? You know what I'm saying? I just think the question is, is it to say that there's no Tikkun, but really there is Tikkun, is that a little untrue? No. Because the, 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 until you're chote, there's no tika because the rachmanis is not nisayir. But once you do the chid, you're ma'ayir the rachamim, and now it's shaykh to say that there's a tika. That's why they both come from the same shayr, shavai. Which is important, because, right? And the whole idea is that a person's face which is saying he has to know that there's taka no tika. Yeah. Not, but that's okay. the truth, it's not a ploy. Right. That's right. the truth. Before you're chote, there's no tika. Not, it's not just a scare tactic. Right. If you do this, there's mamish no tika for it. I, but. but 
Elamai, when a person is chayte, there is now a tikkun which is lamalim in ateva, because it's a rachmanus which is lamalim in ateva. It's like a tchias amazing which comes into the world. After after the chit, is there maybe this is where some of the discussion was? Is there like a charat, like a stark charat of it, or you just say that the rabbi never tikkun kali? And meaning, what does one's mental state have to be? And then maybe that goes to the pre chit because if you're taking it very lightly, it's megala that even post chit you're probably not coming with. Right. So it would seem it would seem from this farmakdashim that although most averes require, let's say, a charata and a vidui and a Kabbalah la'asid, that when it comes to this, it could be that it's different. Why? Like he's explaining, the Rebbe's explaining that here, it's, it's an Avera which is shaykh to an Atzmias. And an Atzmias means that you, weren't, you didn't really do it. I mean, you weren't really pagan because this part of yourself, which was involved in the Chait, really wasn't involved. It's not like you did it. It was like, it was like, you were almost like you were forced to do it. It really wasn't your Atzmias. So, as opposed to something which a person does where he does it and then makes a real pagam, so for that he needs a charata, for that he needs to go through the whole process, because it gets into the cloth, and now he has to wash it out. But over here, you're dealing with an akud of a person where it didn't, it didn't get in. So, so how do you get rid of it? Okay, you just, you just, you just take a napkin and you wash it off. Go to mikvah. Do tikkun Do you know. Isn't that counterintuitive to just say that you're an amazing doctor? To... No, but that's the rachmanis. The rachmanis is that... There's an or which comes down. It's not the maisa which is the which is which is the healing. The maisa is just is just a hechatimsa that that or should be nizgal. What causes it to happen is that there's a gevadik rachmanis which comes down. Part of the rachmanis is is that it doesn't require a lot for a person to have a tikka. So we're just finishing the job. Meaning in in the oilum mesakadshbrochus says I'm going to take care of it because because there's a big rachmanis which takes place and and of course that's that's rooted in the fact that a person is impugging him in his atzmias. So it doesn't require a lot of mice because it's already set up that way. Why not fuck him in your atzmanis? Because a yid is be'etzim, these two things, malchus and yisoyed. He's be'etzim Hashem Rebis, and he's be'etzim imam. So the same would apply to Amuna? Yeah. That be'etzim, you can't, you know, there, there is no such thing as being... Yeah, okay. yeah. If a person says, let's say he's a... He, he's a he's a for chas v'shalom, and then he's right. He's an api kairis. Second, he says, "No, I believe in Baruch Okay, welcome back. Welcome back. He didn't lose his chagdan if he makes a tshuva. He just comes right back and he says, "No, I'm mamin again." Oh, good. The same blood gilay arayos because this is a shtikl gilay arayos, isn't it? In terms of being pogi and bris. Isn't the bal tanya say it needs to be me? I'm kadali for that. What do you mean? Gilay arayos. So, much bigger of yeah, well, Gita Regaris is, is certainly, when a person in Chas Shalom does that, so that's, that's a different Pagam than, than Shmir Sabris. Of course, it is a Pagam Shmir Sabris, but the fact that he takes his, his, his Zerah Haktaisha and he's mafered over to the Sitra in such a way. So, and also classic Gilera has to do especially with, with Eish Asis, which is like a huge, huge korban in, in the family, and, and even on the level of Bidana Nechavayr, it's terrible, terrible. So because of those other factors, it makes it much, much more chamer. But you, you can apply, you can still apply that Indian here as well. Because when it comes to Gila Arayas, it's Yag Vayavar. And if it's Yag Vayavar, the reason why that is, is because you can't, you can't be Mavatar on your Atzmias. So... On the one hand, the fact that, that, it's, that it's 
Shaktish Mirza Bris and it's Matzmis. So, yes, it's not Shaykh Pagan forever. But the fact that there's other things which are involved, that there's a whole other camp which is involved, so that gives us a certain chamias. And also the fact that a person is a chayv misa for gilei rais, but it's not chayv misa for, for, you know, stam pagim bris, zeh levatola. The reason why is because society can't function if, the, if, it's, if, it, if there's gilei rais which is taking place. So for the etzim, for the etzim kim ha'olam, so it, it has to be that there's, that there's a chayv misa. Besides what, what's going on in the bilan l'chavayra aspect, which is... It's hard to speak about, about the Tikkun. Earlier generations, they really didn't speak about Shmir Sarbis at all. But what can we do in, in, these, in these times? That, that this is the culture in today's world. That we've never seen a collapse in, in society like this when it comes to this world of, of Shmir Sabris. <coughs> we see that the huge Melchama that the Sitra Acha is waging against these two in Yonim, the two Mashiachim, like we said, Mashiach ben Yosef and Mashiach ben David, Mashiach ben Yosef is Shmir Sabris, that the Sitra Achra is Machabas the Mishtadl, Bechol Yechot, or Lahamsi Tachbul, Sech Latam, and Soila. You can't go anywhere. You can't, you can't open up a newspaper, go down the street without seeing a billboard, turn on a computer or television, you go into a mall without, without being exposed to, to these in Yonim. It's everywhere. Everywhere, everywhere. It's a huge Melcham in the Oila against any Nishmir Sabris. So, Mamela, because it's in our face, and even if you try to stay away from it, you have to deal with it. So it's almost like an emergency that it needs to be spoken about because you can only tell a person to run and to hide, but if, if they're coming into your hiding space, coming into, into the space where you are, so you have no choice but to talk about it. So Melo, if the Satmarov said that, that a yid in the shtetl, when he lives in the shtetl, and we spoke about this once, he says in, in, in his whole lifetime, his whole lifetime, he didn't see what, what a Yid is exposed to just in one stroll down the block. You can go a whole lifetime. One stroll down the block, we see more than a Yid saw his whole life in the Shtetl. And that's what we're dealing with. That's what it means to live in Gullis. Not just to live in Gullis, because even the Shtetl wasn't Gullis, but it was Mavdil bin Kodeshachabin Yisraelamim. But over here, we're living amongst them, and, and, they, and they're, they're dafka want to be Pagimas. That's what the Sitrachah wants. So we have to speak about it, because we need to know how to deal with it. Hence, 180 shirim from Rav Moshe on Yosef Asadich Boris. Because it needs to be spoken about, especially in our communities. The Meila Tzarech Ladas, says the Rebbe here, always something very fresh, something very important, yet pashat. Ki ha'etzah hachim yisugel ashu, the best etzah to deal with Shemir Sabes, shuloti yelo shum shaykh ischon yimalol, to have no shaykh to it. That's the best etzah. That a person should throw himself into Kedusha. That he should be busy with Dvarim Ruchniyim. And not to be, uh, not to allow himself to be in his Baal, to be confused. As soon as he has this voice of Zahara saying, you know, let's talk about this, it's interesting. 
You don't engage in conversation. You don't engage in mental conversation. Person doesn't make it like a thing that I have to, that I have to deal with it. It's a huge etzer. And even if a person is nechshol ba'oynes, yasiach ta'itam miyadavar. And he shouldn't, when he's a person who's involved in Torah and Avaida, said if he's nechshol chasashalim, it shouldn't be like we said before, oh my gosh, there was this huge explosion, a big pagam. No, I, I know the desires, there's nothing which can be misakas, what am I going to do now? I'm going to go tell them they're going to talk about it. The Rebbe says, no. Don't, don't take that approach. The best approach is if a person is nechshol, he says, I made a mistake. Back to Torah Avaida. Back to Torah That's the biggest. I mean, Rabbi said, we, we think that, that we take Torah and feel lightly, so we think we need other tikkun, right? So that's not. The biggest tikkun is the Torah and Avaida. Like we think that, you know, when we do, uh, uh, you know, Shidduah Chakain or uh, Pigeon Petr Chamor, we're like, oh, we did a mitzvah, now we have a chedek and That's not. The limit of Torah and the Davani every day is much, much bigger than those mitzvahs. And sometimes we. They, there's a, there's a tactic like, oh, if I do those mitzvahs, I'm amazed that I'll be a tikkun for, for, for this. It's not true. The, the Rebbe says, go back to the day-to-day, throw yourself in the Torah. Even if you're nechshel, don't look for something else. Because you think to yourself, oh, but the Torah and Tefillah wasn't matzomi, so it must be that, it's not, that it wasn't a good shmir, it's not a good tikkun. No. Go back to the Gemara, go back to the Svarim, go back to the Siddur. Don't pay attention. You're going to have your tikkun that way. Say a tikkun clearly if you want, go to the mikveh if you want. But the main thing is not to be engaged, not to make it into an Indian. Even in the rebound, not to make it into an Indian. Just stay focused on the regular path of Torah Vavayda and to be a Jew is committed to Torah Mitzvahs. Is that specifically here by the Schet or is that in general? Because there's just the whole thing in terms of part of the Yetzirah is to fall into that state of Atzvahs over how, how did this happen to me? And then your mind gets you know, brought into that whole world of Atzvahs and that Atzvahs brings you down to other you know, Chatom. Is that Prat here or is that is, is, is the rabbi talking in general? He's talking in general. But in this thing. Because Pagambris is something which it, it drags us in, and there's really no shmir for it other than throwing oneself into Tatarabit. Rabbi Nachman speaks about this in, in other places, and that's because you know, the whole union of Taivas Nashim, but let's talk about Taivas Nashim per se, even though we spoke about many times, Shmir Sabris means all Taivas, it means Kesher to this world. but like Rabbi Nachman says, the Iker, the Iker Yitzhahar of all Yitzharas is Gilo Rais. And Rabbi Nachman explains elsewhere that one of the challenges we have with that is that the fact that a man has a, a hamshacha to an Isha or an Isha to a man, that's not a problem. That's a Matthias in the veil. So a person is not, is not considered to, to be, to be you know, a, a mentally retarded. If he, if he has an attraction for, for the opposite sex. And that's because you were made that way. That, that, that's normal. That, that's what it means to be a guf. That's what it means to be a ben adam. So you, if, if you're trying to deal with that, you're, you're dealing with it in a way which is like, what, you're, you're trying to say that this is a problem, but this is how Adam was created. So, so when I'm trying to be oiker or metzias of what a person is, of course, a person could go to a higher place and he could say, listen, I'm a person that I'm an neshama and I have tithes for higher things. And that, that's what the Rebbe is basically saying. If you throw yourself into Torah and Tefillah, what you're doing is that you're bringing out your neshama, and so now if you identify yourself as being a, a, a neshama, so then you're going to see that that's your real, your real chukah, is for those things, and you don't have a chukah anymore for those, for those things.
Okay, that, that's what the Rebbe is saying. But if a person is not yet on that Dargan, and he doesn't go to that place, and he's like, I'm not throwing myself in the Torah and Avaidah. I'm not going to make myself a Kaddosh. I'm going to stay here where I am right now. I'm going to deal with this issue. What issue? You understand? What's the issue? That's a very normal thing. And the reason why a person, a gave it to us, is because he wanted us to procreate. So that's why when Hashem says, listen, I want you to, to be married and to have a wife and to only dedicate yourself to, to your wife, that's where your attraction should be. The reason why that is, because the, the things go together. Meaning, this is the person who you're going to, who's going to be your partner to procreate in the world. So Hashem says, I want it to be here. Hashem says, don't take it away. Right? That's not like, like the other, like the Umas Oilam, like, like the Christians, Catholics, whatever they do, that it's like, that this is evil. It's not evil. It's, it's what HaKadosh Baruch Hu gave. Hashem made it. If He made it, there's a purpose for it. But Hashem says, I want it to be in a Kaddishtik way. I want you to choose this woman, and she should choose you, and you have an, an agreement, an understanding that you're going to have children together, do something good for the world, and that's where it should be. And the reason Hashem did that is because if there was no tithe for that, then a person wouldn't do it. Because if you think about it, it's not, it's not the nicest thing in the world. So Hashem says, okay, I'm going to give you a reason to do it because you're going to have pleasure from that. But a higher person, as soon as he goes to a higher madrega, so for him, he's like, I'm a neshama. I'm not going to be engaged in this because of the pleasure. I have higher pleasures for myself. Torah is a pleasure. Tefillah is a pleasure. Mitzvah is a pleasure. So what's going what's to be the impetus for a person to do this if he doesn't want to do it? The mitzvah. Because it's a mitzvah. Just like anything else he does, he may not want to do it, but he's going to do it anyways because it's a mitzvah. And as soon as he does it, it's a mitzvah, it's an even bigger timing than it would be if he was just a bus of a dumb doing it because he was a goof. Now that it's a mitzvah, he wishes he could make a bracha of Asher Kiddushan of a mitzvah. In some Sfarim they say that there's no bracha on Purva. The reason why there's no bracha is because it's impossible for a, ben, for a mensch to be able to do it without having any physical tire from it. But Tzaddikim say, I want to make a bracha. I want to make a bracha on a Dabar Kaddish like this. So many Tzaddikim, it's brought down in Sfarim, is that they make a bracha on a Shehakal, and that bracha of Shehakal should be chal in the Maisa. Because they so want to be Makadish and to make a bracha on it, so that's an iPhone. But you have to be a higher person to think that way. So Mamela, when the Rebbe is saying that it shouldn't be Shum Asik, one of the explanations and reasons for that is is because you can't engage with something which is Kavua Bateva of the of the Guf in conversation like what are you doing here? The echo is that you give it its place. That's where it's going to be used, and that's where you belong. And I'm throwing myself, that's not, I'm not making that my life. That's not my pleasure in my life. I have higher pleasures than that. You throw yourself into Torah, you throw yourself into Avedis Hashem, you elevate yourself to be in Neshama, and you start to see that, just like a child, that when he was little, he thought that playing video games and eating candy was what life was about. Then he gets a little bit older, and he's like, those are, those, that's, that's child's play. That's not real pleasures of life. So we have to be always thinking to ourselves, of like, you know, how do, we, how do we mature? If we still think that those are pleasures, so then we haven't matured enough. And the same thing is true about a guf. Just because the rest of the world thinks that that's pleasures, you look at the, a higher person looks at that and says, you're, you're, you're mamash, you're immature, you're a child. You don't know anything about this world. You don't know anything about near Hanukkah. You don't know anything about matzah. You don't know, any, you don't know anything about what it means shachras. You don't know what it means kriyashma. You know what it means a good rashi, a good toysvist. You don't know anything about that. So you're selling me all, this, all these things because you're a guf, and that's the only thing which in your world, you're not a neshama, so that's what speaks to you, and I can't expect anything more of you. You could, really, because, you know, unfortunately, there's a big push in the world to, to, to destroy society, but it's, it's, it's a much bigger tainik to, to be a mensch who has a family and raises a mishpacha, and he makes his parnasa, and 
you know, than, than to be a person who, who's going around doing all types of terrible things. He thinks that that's pleasure, but inside, he knows that that's, that's just a destruction of the human being. That's a destruction of the Tzalem Malakim, which Hashem created all mankind with a basic Tzalem Malakim. That atzvis, which comes with messing around with the fabric of creation. So he might have moments of pleasures here and there, but he's walking around like a, like, like a, like a, like a depressed... It's chava, mamash chava. Angry all the time, depressed all the time. That's why there's so much with the, with the, with the demise of society. It's the best business for psychiatrists, psychologists. <laughs> because it destroys the Tzalem Elokim. You're destroying what it says in Parashas Barishas. Every man was created with Tzalem Elokim. If you do these Averis, so then you're destroying the Tzalem Elokim. Of course they're going to be depressed. What could you expect otherwise? If they would live like the Torah says, not just for like a, like a Ben Yisrael, but like a, like a Ben Adam should live, then... You can go back to, to regular, normal, hemi, healthy human beings. There was a hand, Chaim, yeah. Um, I'm hearing a little bit of a contradiction here because on the one hand we're saying that um, it needs to be, the site has to be within a certain framework and it sounded very, it sounded limited and that there is a concept of having a higher pressure, which I understand. There's a higher kind of person should be you know, aimed at higher things. But we're talking about Yisait. Yisait is essential and it goes to a very deep place. Yeah. So I mean, maybe it's another shear, but it needs to explain how that is, how that's meant to fully, fully manifest in, in the realm of, in, in the deepest place where a person wants to, is looking for that hiskashos and that, how that works. Because what I just hear was that it needs to be, it, it sounded like it's very limited and very, you know, put in its place and then we're moving on to something better or something higher, but that's got to stay down there. Yeah. But I'm not sure. Has, let me explain it again. Let's see if, 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 if this helps you. Yeah, yeah, no, I think what, what he meant was... It's really, it's really preparation. It's like anything else. It's, it's, it's a... It's a, it's a yeah, 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 go ahead. Yeah. The idea of Puravu is not, yeah. is, is, that's not Puravu. Puravu is, is the idea of having children. Okay. So the mitzvah of lighting candles, the mitzvah of Hanukkah is lighting candles. Right. So the, the act of lighting, preparing the menorah is only there for the, in other words, the only reason why you need to prepare candles on a menorah is so that you have the ability to do the mitzvah of lighting the menorah. So the same idea, if you look at the idea of intimacy, so to speak, mm-hmm. as the opportunity to prepare for the mitzvah of Puru right? then it has a different significance. Did that answer your question? I reject that. So I, I mean, let, me, let me explain what, what I had said okay. before. And that, tell me, Ben, if this is what you're saying also, and if this resonates. Okay. I mean, like this. It's called that the person is a gufniest person. Because really, it's very hard to live as a neshama and as a guf because they do mechama with each other. So let's say a person comes into this world, and until he has higher das, so then he's living as a guf, right? So the Torah says, I'm, I'm not asking you to get rid of, of, of your taivas, let's say nashim in this case, like lagamre. I'm not asking you to do that. It's not an evil thing. I, I created that so that you'll procreate. So when a person realizes that it's a creation from Hashem and he's supposed to procreate, and this is almost like an incentive that a person will procreate and to even want to have children, which is a huge endeavor to want to have children. Many goyim don't want to have children. They, they, they found ways to just be able to enjoy their taivis and to not have children. Hashem says that doesn't work. So this is an incentive for a person to have children and to be a part of binyan Ayla. 
So Hashem says, listen, I made it, it's there, but I'm, I'm asking you to be magbal, it's only for the one that you're Mekadosh, under the chuppah with her, you give her tabas, or yamikudeshasli, that's going to be the place for you to, 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 to be Mekai in the sinya. Okay? Now, a higher person gets to a point where he says, that's not really me, this guf. It's not really me. My atzmin, atzmin is really my neshama. And that's what we're talking about here, that it's a yisai, which doesn't go anywhere. The atzmin is my neshama, which is connected to higher pleasure, which is chayalam So a person is able to look down now, because he's in a higher place, at that taiva saguf, and to say, listen, that belongs there. I'm not trying to uproot that, but it's going to be bottled to higher pleasures. I'm going to be a neshama now. And so the more that it becomes the neshama, the more that the taiva saguf doesn't speak to him anymore. So what's, what's going to get him to be Mekayim that in you now if he doesn't have that incentive of the pleasure, of the physical pleasure, to have children? So what's going to be his new incentive? The mitzvah. Because he, the, in his world of higher pleasures, mitzvah is the greatest pleasure. So just like when he shakes a lulav, it's gewaldic because it's a mitzvah, even though to a person watching on the street is just shaking leaves, but it's gewaldic because the kedushas ha-mitzvah gives him the tainuk. So the kedushas ha is what's going to give him that tainuk now, not the physical pleasure. But when we're talking about something which is indestructible, we're talking more about the, the Nakudis Hanashama, which it, it's so attached to Chayalam Abullah, which is higher pleasures, that it's not Shaykh to be pregnant that. So here, you're not trying to uproot the physical attraction that the person has. It's just, he's attracted because of the pleasure Shabbat. But now that he's finding higher pleasures, so he doesn't, he's not addressing it because it's basically becoming Batul Chabatrei. He's saying, I have higher pleasures, and so I'm not dealing with that anymore. Or we focused on just Al-Habah, or we focused on the concept, I think you mentioned it, of the Neshama Bezot, and that tension, and trying to reconcile that as much as possible. No, we're not trying to reconcile. Right. Reconcile is not something we're trying to do. A person has to, to do a dance in order to be a guf in the Neshama in this world. It's very, it's very hard. It's very hard. But a person is striving to be a Neshama. That's the ideal, but a person... You have to become cool in Neshama to be Makadish guf in these things. Like, that's a different choice. But, but for this, you could say as follows, that, that a person is not, is not so much working on, on trying to be mavatal as gufnius. He's, he's working on being a neshama. He's identifying himself as he truly is. It's not a ploy. I really am a neshama, and I really am attracted to higher pleasures. And if a person stays focused on that, so then it doesn't have to be like, you know, I'm a guf, I'm a neshama. No, I'm a neshama. He's taking off his levushim. He's like, I'm a neshama. It happens to be, if he's bishas nisayon, if he's Mishnah Tashayim, and, and he's like, you know, I'm trying to talk about my higher pleasures, it's just not working right now because this seems very attractive, because self comes self, I am a guf. So then he has to remember himself, okay, listen, yeah, yes, you're a guf, but you know, if you do a virus like that, you're going to get whacked. It's going to really hurt. In this world, it's going to hurt. The next world, it's really going to hurt. Right? So sometimes the fact that a person is attracted to higher pleasures doesn't work in an emergency. So in an emergency, you have to call in. You know, because the, the goof is, is, is pulling you and he's like, this is going to be great, this is going to be great. The goof is, 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 is in an uproar. So you have to be strong with the goof. And you have to say, okay, you know, if you're going to do something like this, you're going to lose your parnasa, your shalom bias is going to go down the drain. Yeah, all these things, everything's going to happen if you're doing a video like that. So you shouldn't have to live in that space that everywhere he goes throughout the day, he's thinking, to those, I really wish I could do that, but I know it's going gonna, it's gonna, it's gonna to slam me if I do it. That's not a way to live. You don't live in emergency mode all the time. It's not how you live. It's, it's, it's an oilam hashakir, because that's not you. It's, it's pasha, not you. 
You are a neshama, so you should be thinking about neshama things all the time. You should be thinking, I can't wait to get to the base manager, can't wait to get back to shul. Where can I be? What chesed can I do now? I'm dealing with the family, with the kids. I mean, that's what a person should be thinking. His mind should be focused on oilam haba and how to see oilam hazan as opportunities for oilam haba, which is for higher pleasures. Not because of the schar of the next world per se, but because higher pleasures. These are higher pleasures. Huh? What? Sure. <laughs> so if that's the case, I didn't get the first question. That's the case. Okay. Okay. Yeah. Why is that a steer? I'm not saying it's a steer. I'm just asking how it fits into the puzzle. It's not a steer. It fits in. Oh. It just fits in. It just fits in. I don't see it as a cash at all. No. Huh? I don't see it as a cash at all. Just the fact that I have a relationship with the Kodesh Baruch Hu doesn't mean that, that this is outside of that or not a relationship by itself. I, it's, I don't think that it's a, it's a, it's a, it's a cash at all. It's not a cash at all. No. Let's continue. So it's not something that you have to make. It's something which you just have to reveal. I mean, you are a neshama, and your neshama has tiny from that. So the more that a person, he, he's makabel. The, the main thing, and this is a sheer, really, of itself, but the main thing is that if a person just goes to this world kind of like doing mitzvahs here and there, then he's kind of identified himself as a goof who does mitzvahs too. But if a person is makabal upon himself, like on a, a, any day, hayoyim, and he says, no, I'm makabal upon myself all time mitzvahs. I'm makabal upon myself to see myself as a neshama in this world. And therefore, he sees himself as that mitzvah, identifies himself that way, so then he'll start to see that, that it's natural for him to do mitzvahs. Meaning, just like a, 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 a fish, it's natural for it to swim, so, and he doesn't have to be convinced that he is, a Jew, because we live in a world where we see ourselves as gufnius and the, the Kedusha is nister, so we, we have to really be maminim in the fact that we're neshamas. But as soon as we're makabal that mitzvah and we're, we're mamin that, and then we do mitzvahs from that place, so then we, we, will, we can expect that we should have tainik. But One of the reasons why we're, we don't many times because we were never makabal upon ourselves to live that mitzvah. We're just going through life doing mitzvahs here and there without being makabal that mitzvah. Yeah, we're not used to it because we, we, don't, we don't see it. We don't see the neshama. If we were to see the neshama, we'd be, oh, okay, and it's Pasha now. But that's part of the struggle is that we have to have a muna, that we are that, and as soon as we're mamin in that, that's why we say, first the muna, and then shmir sabbath. You have to come in through malchus, and then you sow. So you sow just means that a person is makadosh himself. Well, you can't be makadosh himself unless you have a muna, which is the malchus, and that you're a kadosh. So when you have a muna that you're a Kaddish and you're recabbled upon yourself to be a Kaddish, so then the mitzvahs will make you into a Kaddish. But it's not making you into a Kaddish, it's just revealing that you are a Kaddish. But the pleasures of the Kuf does not define who you are. So, there's, so I think Chaim, I think the issue is, there's, there's no issue with the intimacy with your wife. But it doesn't define who we are. And because that's the pleasure of the Kuf. And I think that's what the Rebbe's trying to say, is that the pleasures of the Shamas are, are a higher pleasure than that. 
There's nothing wrong with the intimacy, but there's higher pleasure in it. It doesn't define who we are. Yeah, I think Chaim was also talking about like the relationship aspect, like the forging a relationship. But what you're saying is is true. What you're saying is true. Yeah. So even if a person is nechshel chas v'shalom, says Rabbi, rak yim shachlios shaku abelimudo. Back to the Gemara, back to the Musas farm, back to the Shulchan Aruch, Beis Yosef tour. V'lo yachshav lo ala kilkulin v'lo ala tikunin. Don't think about the kilkul. Don't think about the tikun. The Tzahar has his ways of pulling you into his sugya. Rak yechavin direct to the davar echad. Rather go back to your to your derech, which is lashkia atzma beruchnius begiyav simcha. Back to your Simcha, back to your Ruchnius, back to your Gia and your Vedas Hashem. We'll see more about that next time. Let's just finish up this paragraph. And there, there's more to the piece which, which you know, we would like to get to. <coughs> there's one more paragraph till the end of this section. This is the best way. The more that a person is detached, that he doesn't think about it, that he throws himself into who he is. But it says Ruchnius. Even if he's Nichshah Baonis, he doesn't he doesn't give it any mitzvahs. He doesn't give it any chashivas. He just goes back to his mom shechiz eisik in Ruchnius. But after we should tzarech tikkun, ikra tikkun doim al oifan ha'is modelus. We should yavsek achet. Meaning he says, I, I don't want to ever do this again. And then he goes back into his Ruchnius. V'yesh imesh tzarech hatzarech tikkun biyeshiva. Chayav nifesam. He's speaking to Bachemir. So if a person feels like that that something needs a tikkun in the yeshiva, so then he should speak to a rabbi, to a mashgiach, to a rav. Who he trusts to be masapra to speak about it. If a person just keeps it to himself and he doesn't deal with it, so there's no chachma in that if he doesn't know how to get out of, if he has an issue and he can't get out by himself. So you, if you have to talk about it because because you're having a hard time going back to the ruchni, or if you have trouble, you know you can't sleep at night because of it, or you're struggling with just how to rebound. So then you got to talk about it with somebody. And if you don't speak about it, so that's a pshi on your part. And, and there are mechanchim, there are rabbanim that they that they know how to advise a person what needs to be done. Some situations are more severe than others. How to get out of the trap? If there's a person who's mashmi and other people, that that's to be spoken about right away. That that's a huge korban for a yeshiva for a community. It's, that's it's 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 a. For just having one conversation, which may take a little bit of strength, rather than to be pushed to just to let it, let it sit, that could be a very, very important thing, which and huge thing, which needs to be done. Okay, Al Kapanam, we'll come back to this Mitzvah Shem to finish off the Shikon next time. But uh, there's a lot of chidushim, dvarim shutim, but dvarim dvarim chashuvim on We should be zeichet to be shem rebris and to be zeichet to gula v'shem yevim enomim. Should say the sheets.